1450 WKXL 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester and vicinity. We welcome you to Kale and Company. Ken Kale, Kitty Ray here today, and glad to have you with us as well. And we are all presented by Weed Family Automotive. They are conveniently located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call them for an appointment at 603-225-7988. And you can also make your appointment online at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Kitty Ray, welcome back to Kale and Company. Thank you so much for having me back. Always a delight to have you here. And, you know, so, so many things going on in the world to, today. It's a, it's a troubled world that we live in, and so many things going on. Some things that are going on slip through the cracks. Such as? Well, and I have one in mind that okay. has slipped through the cracks, which I have not heard a whole lot about. Wait a minute. Is this a secret? It's not a secret. I mean, it's been in the news, kind of, but probably (laughs) would have been in the news more had there not been so much else going on uh, in the world. The Senate earlier this week passed a measure that would make daylight savings time permanent across the United States. What? Yes, you heard it right. Now, it was passed by the Senate? Passed by the Senate. Okay, is this, was it like... Not everybody's on board, though, but it was passed by the Senate. Okay, was this, okay, was this like voted in on a secret bill as a rider to a COVID testing or something? Because that's what they do sometimes. They do, they sometimes add pork, as they say, to to bills. But in this case, it was not pork. This was a bill that was in the Senate, I would say, long overdue, but... You know, just like every other bill, not everybody is on board, and we'll Correct. talk about that. The It's called the Sunshine Protection Act. Oh, I like that already. And it was passed by the chamber, meaning the Senate, by unanimous consent. Now, the bill would still need to pass the House of Representatives and be signed by President Joe Biden to become law. All right. If the measure clears Congress and is signed into law, it would mean no more falling back every year in the fall. So no more spring ahead, fall fall back. back. We would never have to touch our clocks again. Hey, do you know what? I think this was passed. Didn't it happen like back in the 70s? Didn't they try this already? They've tried it, I think, a number of times over the years. Yeah, I thought they had. And then there was a big, I don't want to say a big uproar, but about the darkness and everything. Yeah. So they're trying it again. Is that what you're saying? Now, there are a lot of people. You run into people all the time, and I'm sure you do in, in your life as well. Run into people who say, oh, it takes me it takes me a long time to recover from the time change. <laughs> you know, the hour time change, whether it's going ahead or falling back. People, a lot of people seem to have a difficult time rebounding from that. Well, you know, some people like myself probably has problem getting out of bed in the morning and <laughs> well, just rebounding I mean, to get my clothes on. Yeah, I think most people, I don't <laughs> think many people like to get out of bed, you know, especially to be at work or yeah. at seven or eight in the morning. I don't think a lot of people like that. Uh, I think that's just human nature. I think a lot of time, though, people don't like change well, that's true. as well. And that's that true. might be part of it. 
And but but some people say it takes them, you know, a while to recover from this. Yeah. Like well, a week, two weeks, a month I, maybe in some cases. Ah, or really? some some maybe never recover hey, from it. I get the jet lag thing, you know, yeah, having yeah. flown many times. Going from coach times. to coach. Correct. And, yeah, I could understand yeah, that. So yeah. it has to like mess with with your sleep. Yeah, but this one but hour not thing. Forever. Come on. I mean not forever, but I, a few days yeah, maybe. But not you know, you know, not the one hour thing. I don't think that's gonna Take its toll. It shouldn't no. anyway. Hey, I, we we probably lose more sleep uh, when we have a Super Bowl Sunday. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> the sure. Next day on that Monday. <laughs> now, daylight savings time has been around since World War One. Whoa. And became the law of the land with the Uniform Time Act of 1966. It is observed across the United States, except in Hawaii, where we'd never notice it anyway, yeah. right? I mean, we wouldn't notice that. And most, I say most, of Arizona. Oh, my just God. Just most. Not no, all wait, of it, wait, just most of it. You're telling me that some of Arizona or Arizonians are in daylight savings? And, what, and some are in standard? Whatever. Oh, yes, my God. Okay. Our different. That is so weird. Now, you've had some experience with this. Not in Arizona, but... No, but... It's not really the daylight savings time, right. nor the standard. Right. It is more of, uh, I used to live in Florida, right. and I lived in central time zone in the panhandle. I bet a lot of people don't realize, and I don't think I did uh, for a long time, that there were two different time zones oh, in yes. the state of Florida. Yes, if you're yeah. Tallahassee East. If you're a Tallahassee Lassie. Yes, yeah, yeah. That you are east, you would be in the eastern time zone, right. and west around the Chattahoochee River, okay. you're now going into Way central. down yonder on the Chattahoochee? Yeah. Oh, oh, is that Alan yeah. Jackson's here? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but the, so that is central time zone. So I lived west of Tallahassee in the Panhandle, and I literally worked with someone who lived in the eastern time zone. We worked together, and I kid you not, she would drive like 50 miles. I think it might have been 45. She would leave like at 4 o'clock p.m., mm -hmm. and she would arrive. <laughs> she would arrive at home like at a different time. I mean, it would be like leaving at 4 and arriving home at 4. I mean, it was that the is crazy. Bizarre. That's bizarre. It was totally bizarre. That's a bizarro world. But she did, and she loved it. But I, I was like, how do you make that happen? I mean, I'm not happy, but how do you like? <laughs> Deal and with she it. goes, yeah. I just, hey, my husband usually has the dinner ready, and uh, she was kind of well, going. That's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that weird? And I'm thinking when you just said that about Arizona, it's the same thing. How do people do that? Standard time. I guess maybe you get used Daylight to it, savings. but you know, get into a routine. But it is strange it's to have crazy. different times in within the same state. Mm. Uh, so you know, that but, is. but uh, you know, I I think this is a step in the right direction. Now, whether the House of Representatives will feel the same way, right, uh, or the uh, President, President of the United States, uh, you know, you never know what he's thinking, but. Some scientists favor the change, saying there's research that reports clusters of health issues, including heart attacks and accidents, right after the time changes. How about that? Wow. All right, I'll, here's a quote here. It says, okay. and I quote, We've lost sleep and we're waking up, uh, or the clock wakes us up when the brain still thinks we should be asleep. And that's why we have an increase and not just cardiovascular events, but real-life world safety events like motor vehicle accidents, end quote, said Dr. James Watt. He is a sleep 
pathologist at Rush University Medical Center. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida. Florida, yes. A sponsor of the legislation said he doesn't have any assurance the House will take it up. But according to Marco, and I quote here, it's an idea whose time has come. (laughs) End quote. Pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe it was. Maybe there was a pun intended there. Yeah. Uh, The bill has bipartisan backing, including several Republican and Democratic co-sponsors. Going back to Marco Rubio, former presidential candidate, he said, and I quote, You'll see it's an eclectic collection of members of the United States Senate in favor of what we've just done here in the Senate, and that's to pass a bill to make daylight savings time Permanent, said Rubio in remarks on the Senate floor. Marco continued, just this past weekend, we all went through that biannual ritual of changing the clock back and forth and the disruption that comes with it. And one has to ask themselves after a while, why do we keep doing it? (laughs) End quote. Rubio added, if we can get this passed, we don't have to keep doing this stupidity anymore. Well, three cheers to... Marco Rubio. Uh, Senator Roy Blunt, who's a Missouri Republican, expressed support for the bill after being told it had passed. Senator Blunt said, I just think the extra hour at the end of the day consistently is better than having it dark when kids go to school and dark when kids get home, he said. Rubio uh, noted that the bill delays the implementation, oh boy, to November 2023. So it won't happen this year. I don't know. Why do they tease us like this? I know. Because, he said, Rubio, the transportation industry has already built out schedules on the existing time and asked for additional months to make the adjustments. So I guess, you know, some people have bought uh, plane tickets or whatever, you know. Uh, So I, I guess maybe... It makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that because how does that uh, affect your time, your your flights? I know, but yeah, you know. But, well, so they're putting it off. They're going to vote for it and put it off. Yeah, well, you know, this is even you until know, the twenty this until is, like twenty twenty three. Is that what you're and, saying? And it's all hinging on you know uh, the House of Representatives taking up the bill in the first place. Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantee that Correct. they'll do that. All right, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, the lead Democratic sponsor, said Tuesday ahead of passage of the bill that this would give us a chance for Americans all across the country to be rid of fallback and make daylight savings time permanent and add a little sunlight into most people's lives. Ooh, I like that. End quote from Sheldon Whitehouse, Democrat from Rhode Island. From Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Right. Rhode Island is famous for you. Great song, by the way, written by uh, Arthur Schwartz. You should check it out. But at any rate, so there you go. I think that is a step in the right direction. And I would say, uh, you know, one of the uh, the best things that uh, Congress could do. Uh, but uh, there you go. Whether it will pass in the House, we will keep you posted right here on WKXL. Well, I do feel like as a farmer, which I grew up on a farm in Vermont. Yes, folks, I've been all around. I've been Vermont to Florida, Virginia, New Hampshire. You name it. <laughs> and she's I'm not been wanted there. by the law. I mean, <laughs> she's been up and down and over oh, and out. Oh, Lord. But have been a farmer all that daylight savings time all that sunshine daylight right. is very important to working people on the farm 
I do agree when I heard you say about the accidents. I do believe that it will save in accidents and in pedestrians. I mean, I think that the, you know, like when, when you have more commuters at the end of the day, there is more light and which, you know, obviously they will be seeing people better. Yes, I do know children will probably be going to school during, you know, the school year in some darkness, but I think it's going to maybe it will be better for them on the other end where they're right. able to be outside playing or right. doing after school exactly. activities. Because many uh, children, sports. many students have extracurricular activities, which yes. keeps them in school or in the vicinity of the school for hours yes. after the school day exactly. is over. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I do, I, I, I do hope that this Sunshine Protection Act does pass, even though it's 20. 23. All I mean, right, we can wait another year. I mean, we've waited what? this long. I know. We've waited this long. I know it's a little disappointing, but you know the way things go, uh, you know, in uh, in Congress uh, in general, that it's going to be a slow process anyway. You know, and when you said in 2023, it came to me, I'm like, who do they think they are? You know, Major League Baseball or something? Waiting for the contract. <laughs> <Wait>. Really? <laughs> waiting to make these rule changes. Yes, oh my gosh. Yes. But uh, there you go. So well, uh, thank just thank you. Because, you know, we, we've been hearing so much, and justifiably so, about what's going on in uh, Ukraine and what is happening there, which is disastrous and brutal, and yes, uh, what's going on at our gas pumps. Oh, that's I sad mean, as well. It, and, yeah, it is. It, um, really, it has, uh, you know, created... Uh, inflation and uh, on, on so many so many products are uh, up in uh, cost due to the cost of, of gas and diesel. Oh. Uh, I mean, you know, one time diesel fuel uh, used to be less than, than you know, your, your standard, uh, standard right. gasoline right. when you went to the pump. Uh, but the diesel now is, in, in most cases, up, up to a buck and a half more. Than uh, you know regular gas, and that's high enough. I mean, you know, we're talking in New Hampshire. What now? An average of maybe four dollars and forty cents in that vicinity on yes. average. Yeah, that's In unreal. the state of New Hampshire, diesel is more than that, and that's what truckers use is diesel fuel. Right. And you know, even now, the world famous dollar stores are charging a dollar and a quarter. For I I would say my, uh, you know, quick run through uh, a local dollar store. I would say at least, at least half the merchandise now is at a dollar and a quarter instead of the standard dollar. And and we are seeing that the shelves in the grocery stores are now full, or fuller than what they were even a few months ago. But like you said, you look at the price they have. Hasn't doubled, but boy, it has gone up. Yeah. It truly, truly has gone up. I mean, it, it's, uh, and, I, and I don't see it stopping. I don't see it stopping uh, anytime and, soon. And, and I, you know, will remind people that the price of gasoline started to go up on January <laughs> the 20th of 2021. And it did, actually. It, yeah, it did. And, uh, that was long before uh, President Putin of Russia invaded Ukraine. Right, and that does add to it. it, but it, is it does not add the, to it. It's, it's, it's part of it, but it was started, you're right. It's not the chief cause no, of it. No, no. Uh, and I hope, 
It is my hope, my fervent hope, that the United States will never depend on Russia again for any oil. This country, this country should be and once was not too long ago, energy independent. Right. And it should be once again. Yeah, we know it can happen and it has happened. It has happened. Mm -hmm. It's not like we can't do it, you know. And, you know, they're talking about the the land that's available for oil leases uh, that are going unused. Well, there's a big difference between leases on the land and the actual right to drill. Uh, As a long legal process that you have to go through to get drilling rights. So, you know, you can, in theory, own the land to drill. But then again, you have to go after that through a licensing process in an effort to drill. And, uh, and you know, and there was also the, the shutdown of the uh, Keystone Pipeline, Pipelines, which was right. being built. And, uh, you know, it, it's just a, a disgrace. And uh, I can remember very well uh, while the president... Uh, who's in the Oval Office right now, Joe Biden, was campaigning in Newcastle, New Hampshire. Newcastle, New Hampshire. Uh, I saw saw footage on TV recently. He was telling everybody that it was his goal to do away with fossil fuels. He wanted to eliminate all fossil fuels. Now, up until that time, he probably had no idea what fossil fuels were. Uh, But he was told by his... uh, buddies on the far left that that's what they wanted. They wanted the elimination of fossil fuels because they want everybody ultimately by 2035 to own an electric vehicle. You know, just at my office, just the other day, we've had, we were having a conversation about this and we were, I might've been me complaining about the price of gas because it goes up almost 20 cents every day. And it was like, Hey, we really, you should be looking at electric vehicles. And it's like, okay, let me think. If I can't afford $4.47 for a gallon of gas, I am sure in heck not going to be able to afford a 60-plus electric car. $60,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is no way. Right. So, you know, I don't get this. I, I yeah. don't totally understand it. A working person, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, like many of us do, there's just, it, it's it's unreal. It, it, it's just totally blows my mind. Uh, no, you're absolutely and right. Very uh, scary. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah. And, and, and this is, you know, most of these lifetime politicians and Joe Biden certainly, I mean, you talk about a lifetime politician. When you look that up in the dictionary, Joe Biden's picture is right next to that <laughs> definition. Because nobody personifies lifetime politician like Joe Biden, who has... Uh, and, you know, oh, yeah, I take I take the Amtrak to Washington from Delaware. I take the Amtrak. He's not living in the real world. No, Most of these politicians who have not. been in Washington for any length of time are not living in no. the real world. And no. I, I go back to uh, President uh, George H.W. Bush, who was checking out at a grocery store one time, and he had no idea. Remember, this is pretty famous. He, he didn't know, like, the... the price of a gallon of milk or right. the price of a loaf of bread right. or, or anything like anything basic uh, like that. And, uh, you know, that kind of flabbergasted a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it's it just not. They don't live in the real world. No. They, they do not. It's a surreal world in the Washington Beltway. Anyway, we will have to take a break right here and uh, have more of Kale and Company. Great to have you along with us wherever you may be. And you can listen anywhere in the free world on NH 
talkradio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company. Great to have you along with us. Ken Kale here and uh, Kitty Ray, Weed Family Automotive, our sponsor. Dan and the gang, Bobby and Charlie standing by to take your calls and uh, make an appointment. Because you know what? The end of the month will be here before you know it. And if your birthday month is March, you need an inspection. That's right. <laughs> so make an appointment right now before it's too late, 225-7988. Or uh, you can do it online at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Speaking about, uh, you know, the, the end of March, well, the end of March and uh, early April will signify the end of the NCAA tournament, which is underway. The NCAA March Madness, the men's and women's tournaments. And, and it seems like in one way or another, whether you uh, give two hoots about basketball <laughs> or not, it seems like everybody gets involved in a little, you know, little wagering, mm-hmm. large, sometimes not so large, and sometimes for no money at all, but just for pride and right. filling out a bracket and see how you do against your your office mates or your your classmates or your friends, whatever it may be. But it seems like everybody, once the March Madness season gets underway, which it is and will be for a while, then, you know, everybody seems to have an interest in college basketball. Yeah, you hear the term bracket. Yeah. And all of a sudden... Oh, you're talking about yeah. the March Madness, right? In fact, this is like a hot water cooler topic. Oh, sure I think it is. It doesn't matter where you work. It this doesn't. This is what you talk it, about. It doesn't. I mean, people who never watch a single basketball right. game the rest of the year will either be watching the games or at least staying informed as to who wins. And I'm going to admit, I am one of them. I love professional basketball. However, college is not my thing as much. Right. And, and I would say the same thing about myself. But I have started checking. Yeah. I've got the brackets. I, um, you know, I'm now looking to see who's going to, who are the odds. Um, I can't tell you a lot of the players, but it's excitement. <laughs> I, bet 99, it really is. I bet 99% of our audience could not tell you one player on any of the teams that are in the tournament, men's or women's, not one player. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Don't ask me, okay? I, I won't. <laughs> I, I won't put you on the spot because I I, I, I don't know too many myself. Uh, but, uh, no, but, the, you know, you, you not, then you start pay attention, you stay, do. paying attention to the nicknames of these teams. And uh, their colors. I mean, right. you you always hear about this secretary, right? This uh, secretary in the office who fills out a bracket <laughs> that th- knows nothing, nothing about basketball. Period. And she wins. She thinks they're still using a peach basket. But <laughs> wait a minute, they did. Uh, they did it one time, one time but they, they they've uh, modernized over oh, the okay. years. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, but you know, you get that secretary who doesn't pay any attention to sports. Period. She fills out a bracket by looking at the team's colors. And and many times, those brackets win. 
I know. The, the teams that uh, they've selected win. You know, you, and then you get this hotshot guy who says, oh, I know everything about college basketball. I know all the, the teams, the rosters, what they do on defense, you know, their coaches, you name it. I've been following it for years. And they're out in the first round. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, it, it. this is why it, it's so much fun. And I don't think there's any other uh, protracted sporting event that's like this. I mean, people have obviously, people pay attention to the Super Bowl, but that's one game. Right. This is over, you know, like a three-week period. Right. Sometimes it seems really long. Yeah. I know the final, the championship is April 4th, April right? April 4th. On Monday. Yep. It's Monday night, April 4th. Yep. And I do know it goes to like Sweet 16, to the Elite, uh, elite 8, yep. to the Final Four. Yeah. And then obviously the championship. And you start out with what, 68 teams? And then it goes to 64, something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it goes so to it's well, a lot. Obviously, obviously, 68 initially. Correct. And then down to four and then two. Yes. But it's a lot. So it's a long time. But by the, uh, you know, by the uh, Sweet 16, I mean, obviously, Sweet 16, meaning only 16 mm-hmm. teams uh, left in the field. <laughs> so that's the way it is. And the final four this year will be in a stadium that I know that you're familiar with, you have been to on more than one occasion. And that would be the Caesars oh, Superdome. It's in Detroit? No. Which? No. Which one is the? It's in oh, New I'm Orleans. Th- that's right. Oh, my gosh. It's in that's New right. Orleans. What is the Not Detroit Little Caesar. one? L- oh, that's Little Caesars, because I've been there, too. This is Caesars yes. Casinos. Oh, yeah, okay. And Sportsbook. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's in New Orleans. It used to be the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Oh, okay. Now it's well, Caesars. You. Yeah. Because it was. I mean, I've been there twice, actually, to see the... Uh, New Orleans Saints. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so the final four will be at the Superdome. Can you imagine? And I've been there as well. Uh, the atmosphere in that building. Oh. You know, you've got like 75,000 people in there. <laughs> because, you you know, you can fit more in there for basketball than you can for football. Right. And uh, I, I just can't imagine how electric that place is going to be. For that final four weekend. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Everything will be buzzing down there. In fact, they and they had just had Mardi Gras. Right. And now this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hot times in the Big Easy. That's for <laughs> yes, sure. Yes, in Nolens. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Bourbon gosh. Street will be uh, buzzing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ben- beignets on hur- Bourbon Street. And hurricanes, and I don't oh, mean the weather kind, uh, no, folks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that, uh, you know, that is certainly a, a, a great venue for uh, the city itself for, you know, any major sporting event. It is. And they've certainly, you know, have had their share uh, over the years between Final Fours and Super Bowls and uh, NCAA uh, football championship games. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's just a, a, a great place. I mean, uh, there's certainly a, something to do around the clock yes. uh, in New Orleans. And that's why they keep going back, whether it be for the uh, NCAA basketball tournaments or uh, Super Bowls. And people love people love the Bayou, and they love everything it has to offer, as we 
describe those beignets. I'm telling you. Oh, gosh. Ah, uh, they are to die for. The cafe, latte, the oh. beignets. I am, like, talking all about food, and I'm yes. really sorry. <laughs> but the muffalata <laughs> sandwiches. Oh, oh my gosh. Boy. It is, Bananas uh, foster. And, and you walk down Bourbon Street, you hear so oh. much music. Pick, pick music it. and, I mean, and any type uh, of music. Oh, yeah. What about it's, Zydeco music? It's, it's probably like next to Nashville in your you know, ability to walk down the boulevard and uh, hear music. You, you know, know, Ken, I've never been to Nashville. Well, you owe it to yourself. I do. To go to Music City, USA. No doubt about it. Yeah. I highly, highly uh, recommend Nashville, Tennessee. But New Orleans is a lot of fun. There's no, no two ways about that. We will uh, take a break. It is... Kale and Company, right here on WKXL, 103.9 in the Concord area, 101.9 Manchester and vicinity, presented by Weed Family Automotive, right here on nhtalkradio.com. We welcome you back. It is Kale and Company. Kitty Ray is joining me today, and uh, it's a freewheeling kind of program today. (laughs) And, you know, some of us didn't think it was going to happen, but it has. We do have spring training. We have spring training games. We have transactions. We have trades. We have free agent signings. And, as is our usual right of spring, Chris Sale is on the injured list for the Boston Red Sox. I cannot believe that. You know what? Have you seen, I mean, I know you've seen him, Ken, but that guy must weigh like 100 pounds. Well, that's it. I mean, he's like a stick figure. He is like, you know, when he pitches, to me, he looks like a flamenco. (laughs) If they could pitch and he was in pink instead of the Red Sox colors, his arms are flapping, and I expect him to take off in flight. And he is so thin. No wonder. So he bruised his ribs. He, what uh, was it? Cracked a rib, I cracked believe. A yeah. rib. And so uh Bloom, the uh, Red Sox uh, chief baseball operator and wheeler dealer, uh, said that it's going to be weeks, oh. not days, before Chris Sale picks up a baseball again. Is this not how many years has he really started? A season the, with the Sox. There, there was an old, Has he? Uh, there was an old movie, an old baseball movie called "It Happens Every Spring." Well, here we go. Chris it happens, happens every spring. Chris Sale not ready for the season. I, you know what? And the, his contract is it ever up? I mean, talk about waste of money. <laughs> well, they, they I think really, we need a sale they, on sale. They, uh, okay. They did extend his contract uh, oh. a couple of seasons ago. A very lengthy. And a, uh, a lot of money, extraordinarily right? high amount of money, and you know it's it, that obviously based on past performance because uh, can't be current. Uh, let's be, you know the funny part of it is when he uh, he started his career with the Chicago White Sox and he was there for a number of years and was pretty durable when he was with the White Sox, and then he comes to the Red Sox and. Uh, you know, he, he's had his flashes of brilliance, you know, don't want to sell him short because when he's right, he's as good as any pitcher in baseball, but he is just so injury prone. Uh, I mean, he hasn't really done much for the Red Sox over the last two full seasons. And, 
you know, it, it appears that his contribution is going to be diminished this year, at least at the start. I mean, I, I don't expect him to see him until at least mid-May. Oh, Season gosh. begins April, April 7th. Right, yeah. And I don't expect to see Chris Sale on the mound until at least mid-May, the way it's going now. Because, first of all, they got a delayed start yes. at, in spring training. So pitchers aren't going to have their proper time to get ready anyhow. Any, yeah. It takes the pitchers a, a longer time to get ready than it does the hitters. Right. And that's a, a proven fact. So, you know, it's going to take them longer. So I, I would expect at the start of the season, you're going to see some high-scoring games because the uh, hitters will be ahead of the pitchers, as they say. Right. And now here's Chris Sale getting an even later start. And I heard today, uh, earlier today, that Chris Sale was injured, injured that rib while he was filming an Instagram post. <laughs> what? He was filming an Instagram post of one of his workouts oh. and injured his rib during that Instagram shoot. So that, oh that's what gosh. I heard today. Well, that's kind of scary because if he's showing his uh, followers on Instagram <laughs> how he works out and then he gets hurt from it, mm, I'm not sure if that's a... Uh, yeah. Uh, a very good sign for right. uh, for his workouts, but wow, wow! You know what? That is so discouraging, though. For I think for fans, one, oh, it is. But for the morale of the of players who are paid probably not even half as much as Sale, and most on the team and, aren't being paid correct. half as much as and he is, and who are going to play more games and watch. I mean, yeah, the the pitchers' roles. I know, yes, they're different. Yeah. I get that, but you can't tell me that there's this going to cause a little bit of of uh, disappointment, a little bit of morale, um, you know, l- lack of morale because of this. Yeah. Why have someone on your team who's going to play, you know, two or three really great games throughout the season, and then the rest of the time does Zippo. I know. Well, Who's saying? Uh, I mean, truly. I, I tell you, I, and there were a lot of people, myself included, who uh, thought the Red Sox were making a huge mistake when they signed him to the lengthy and humongous deal that they did. Uh, you know, many th- people thought they made a huge yeah. mistake, and uh, I think that's pretty much been backed up now, that those people were right. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's it, because, it, you know, really, uh, he, he's got tremendous stuff. And I think, you know, he's certainly disappointed that he can't contribute. I mean, he is a team guy. I really believe that. But he, since joining the Red Sox, he has been extremely injury prone. Right. Let's, let's put it that way. I would rather have had someone like who, Nathan, Nathan Navaldi. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll be back. He's still there, right? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. and he might not be like a whiz or, uh, you know, a superstar, but I think he's going to be more consistent and you'll be, you'll see him out there given a hundred percent, 110 percent probably. You know, Nathan Navaldi has had two Tommy John surgeries. Really? Two and look them. at him. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's going to start, isn't he? Or he's well, going to be there. Yeah, he will be there. But, you know, usually when you have a Tommy John surgery, Takes it a while, means right? you don't come back for about a year and a half. Oh. So you think about Avaldi's career. Overall, in his major league career, he's lost about three seasons. Right. Because of the Tommy John uh, 
operations. So who does the Red Sox have, though, for pitchers? Well, if- one of the guys I thought was uh, very good uh, last year, uh, unexpectedly good, was uh, Nick Pavetta, uh, who was a right-hander who had uh, good stuff. And uh, I, I like Pavetta very much, and uh, he... He really uh, seems to be a, a guy that he's very intense. Nick Pavetta is very intense uh, on the mound and very emotional. And Tanner Houck, uh, oh, right, yes. right-handed pitcher, uh, I think uh, could be uh, you know a mainstay of the staff for for many years to come. So uh, you know there there's reason for optimism, I guess. And they they added uh, Rich Hill, veteran left-hander who's been with the Red Sox before. And uh, Rich Hill is a, a local guy from the Boston area, so he adds uh, some uh, experience and a left-handed arm to the staff. Uh, Michael Waka, who's a veteran right-hander, was obtained by the Red Sox uh, in the off-season. Uh, so we'll see, but uh, you know, certainly going to miss going to yes. miss Chris Sale. Wow. There's no no doubt about that. So that's our our look at the Red Sox, and uh, they will open up April 7th in the Bronx against the New York Yankees. Oh, boy. We'll take one more break here on Kale & Company. Kitty Ray with us today. Weed Family Automotive is our sponsor, and you can hear this uh, uh, on nhtalkradio.com 24 hours a day, except when the Celtics are playing. Also on 103.9 in the Concord area, 101.9 in Manchester and beyond. It's Kale and Company. Great to have you with us today on 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area, 1450 AM. The signal that's been around now for 76 years. And, of course, nhtalkradio.com. Thanks to Weed Family Automotive for sponsoring this broadcast. We uh, talked a little bit about the Red Sox. We uh, talked about the uh, well. We talked about the the, the fact that the uh, the Senate has passed yes. the Daylight Savings Bill, the Sunshine the Protection S- Act. That's it. The that's sun- it. The good old SPA, <laughs> as we call it. Yes. Uh, so that's a good thing. And now, the Patriots. Oh, the Patriots. Oh. And, uh, you know, the, the big news, of course, of uh, recent days has been the return of Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay has also been uh, building up their offensive line to protect what will be the 45-year-old quarterback they have once the season starts. You know, Brady has always said he's yeah. wanted to play until he's 45. Well, it looks his, like he's going to do yeah, it. Yeah, his birthday's August, right? August 4th, I believe. Yeah, so Something he'll be like 45 this He'll be 45 when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers open up their season, and, and you know they, you know they won the Super Bowl the previous year. They didn't this year, no. But it's not like, you know, they weren't close. I, I mean, they were they, really close. You know, they gave the L.A. Rams all they could handle. Uh, you know, but uh, they did not advance to the to the Super Bowl this year. But they still have a good nucleus. Chris Godwin is back in the fold. He just signed. A, uh, a free agent, not a, well, he was a free agent, but they uh, signed him to uh, an extension on his contract with uh, Tampa Bay. So uh, Chris Godwin will be back uh, in the fold. And, uh, you know, they're, they're doing everything to, uh, to make sure they get back. 
I know. To the Super Bowl with I know. Mr. Brady at quarterback. Well, you know, we're going to talk the Patriots real quick, but what about Mac Jones? I mean, have they started, like, getting some new people? All I've heard this week is how the Patriots have given up. They're released. Who's the, the player that lived here in New Hampshire? Yeah. The long blonde hair. Chase Winovich. Yeah, yes, Winovich, he's I gone. Say. Yeah, yeah. He's gone, right? Yeah, he's gone. Um, how many? How many? But, We've lost uh, a lot. But they have resigned. Who? Huh? <laughs> 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 and they've resigned. No. Uh, yeah. You say Tom Brady. But, yeah, McCourty's been uh, resigned. Uh, Matthew Slater has been resigned. Right. And, uh, I, I think they could use a stud running back. I really do. Now, you know, last year they did spend a lot in free agency, in, in all fairness. Uh, they did spend a lot. They spent more last season, last offseason, than they ever have uh, getting the, the likes of Aguilar, who was a real right. disappointment. Was it Nelson? Uh, What's his uh, name? Yeah, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, right. yeah. And uh, they did get Hunter Henry, uh, who uh, I, I thought had a very good year. Uh, for for the Patriots, uh, but they did you know signed a couple of tight ends, signed a couple of wide receivers, and spent a lot of money on probably overpaid for them. And this year, to date anyway, they have done bupkis, yeah, Zippo. as they used to say. Oh, but you know, I know Bill Belichick is confident; he can pull it all together, and uh, we shall see. I you know I uh, you know well, it remains to be seen, but you know a lot of Teams in the AFC have improved, and you know it's tougher. You know, the more teams you have improving in your conference, the more difficult it is to get to the Super Bowl. You know, and I, I think certainly look at Denver. Look at Denver. <laughs> I mean, Denver has uh, you know added Russell Wilson right at, at quarterback, the and, and not right. that they're in the same division. But uh, Josh McDaniels making a lot of moves right. in Vegas. Yeah, didn't a Patriot bringing in a couple of former Patriots? Yes, yes indeed. Yes. So, so I mean, the teams are getting better, uh, and uh, you know, uh, and, and any number of teams have improved. I, I think uh, recently, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, just recently signed uh, Von Miller, who was one of the great pass rushers. In the NFL, Buffalo signing Von Miller, a great linebacker, to a six-year deal. Wow! And that makes them that's long. That's a long Isn't deal. It, yeah, that's not usually they're for a guy that was four? thinking about retiring right. after winning the Super Bowl right. with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't the Browns? I mean, I know we're trying to talk Patriots, yeah. but didn't the Browns? Uh, what's his uh, Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield didn't they just is recently gone. He's gone. He's no gone. more cool commercials. He's, he's that's that's my understanding. Yeah. He's, he's out of there. Gosh. He's out of there. And you know what? We are too. We're out of here. What? We're well, out of here. I didn't even get to talk about yeah. movies. Yeah. Oh. But you will. Whoa. I promise. All That's right, you it. better. This is an, I'm going to write it down. All Kale. right, jot it down. Make a note of it. <laughs> Kale and Company, thanks for listening to us on WKXLNHTalkRadio.com.